0: And friends, and welcome on into episode 203 of the sco Show, proudly a part of the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network and brought to you by the great folks at SB Nation. My name is Mark Schofield, back in the big chair for today, Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. Going to do a couple different things today. We're going to talk about, obviously, Sunday, New England Patriots taking on the New York Jets. We're going to talk the debut of Zach Wilson, what I saw from the Jets rookie quarterback, on Sunday and what that might mean for New England. We're also going to talk about the Jets generally and what I think about what we can expect from the New York Jets when the Patriots have the ball and when the Patriots are on defense on Sunday. But before we do any of that, your usual cavalcade of reminders, please follow along with the hijinks on the Stakem app at Mark Schofield. You get Woody Woody tweets from me. I mean, what's better than that? Probably a lot of things. But you can still follow along. You can also follow along with the work. USA Today's Touchdown Wire, uh, the RSP Quick Game podcast. Myself, Matt Waldman. We did another show that came out on Tuesday. We're going to be doing them Tuesdays each week. You can check that out. Uh, Bleeding Green Radio, myself, Rachel Prevett. We recapped Jalen Hurts from this week. We talked about our favorite songs from CLB. like We talked about a lot on that show. Uh, Big Blue View, where I get to watch Daniel Jones, which is one of those, hey, you want to do my job? Okay, you can watch Daniel Jones. It's kind of that kind of deal. Uh, Blogging the boys, where I'm going to do in Dak Prescott, Dak Watch each week. So, lots of places you can find me the easiest ways on the Bird app at Mark Schofield. Before talking about Zach Wilson, some plugs. In addition to everything I just mentioned, I've got a piece up at USA Today's Touchdown Wire on how teams sort of attacked cover two last week. Um, I, I know... Scheming up routes to attack cover two isn't exactly new, and as I say in the piece, a lot of the stuff we saw from teams in terms of attacking cover two, it was a simple concept, go flat, that is pulled right right out of one of my favorite books, attacking coverage in the passing game by Steve Axman, that came out in 2007. So it's not exactly new, but we did see some intriguing stuff from both Shane Waldron and Sean McVay um, later in the week. Um, The Sunday night game, the Seahawks-Colts game, some stuff specifically that worked really well against cover six, quarter, quarter, half, so you can check that out. Also, the senator, Phil Perry, was kind enough to have me on his show. You can look for that soon as well, talking Mac Jones, talking Zach Wilson, a lot of fun stuff there. But before diving into Mr. Wilson, let's talk playoffs. And I know that sounds silly. Here we are, September 15th, playoffs? 0-2 teams? We know it's not not good, right? You don't want to start 0-2. And, and there's an argument to be made that starting 0-2 dooms you. And there's also a corollary argument to be made that teams that square off in Week 2 that are 0-1, it's almost an elimination game. According to Oddshark, since 2007, and this was before last season, we'll get to last season in a bit, but before... No, since 2007, excuse me, 98 teams have started 0-2, and only 12 of them have made the playoffs. Now, obviously, last year, the playoff format expanded. Did that help anybody? Well, let's look at the standings from week two of last year. The Miami Dolphins started 0-2, and they missed out on the playoffs. The New York Jets, they started 0-2. They missed out on the playoffs. The Cincinnati Bengals, 0-2. They missed out on the playoffs. Did you know, dear listener, The AFC South, you had the Titans and the Texans at 2-0 and the Jags and the Colts at 1-1 each. I forgot that. I remember the Jacksonville 1 in Week 1 because I remember everybody going overboard by everybody, I mean me, about Gardner Minshew. AFC West, Denver Broncos, 0-2. NFC East, the Giants and the Eagles both started 0-2. Giants had a shot down the stretch, but they started 0-2, didn't make it. NFC North, Lions, Vikings, both teams start 0-2. Neither team makes it. NFC South. Falcons, Panthers, both teams start 0-2, neither team makes it. Those were your 0-2 teams last year. And so this time last year, there was a lot of theorizing that, oh, expanded format, teams are going to get in. And some people even looked into it and said, look, if we applied that 14-team playoff format to teams in the past, that 13.4%, 12% would have jumped up to like 13.4%, like one or two more teams would have made it in. The numbers aren't great. And so if you are a believer, like I'd imagine many of you are, that the Patriots could be a playoff team, this is a big one. You don't want to start 0-2. None of the teams that started last year, 0-2 in the new format, made the playoffs. So that's sort of the foundation of this game. Nuts talk now. Zach Wilson. And... I thought after studying Zach Wilson on Sunday that he did some very good things, and he made some mistakes, and there were also some missed opportunities. I did a three throws with SCO video on Zach Wilson that, that you can watch. Um, we can talk about some of those plays here, but that's on Twitter. I want to talk about the interception. That's kind of where I want to start, because this is a nice concept and design but Wilson gets too cute. And here's what I mean by that. This play, second quarter, 937 mark, second and ten situation. Jets come out 12 personnel, but they've got tight end, Tyler Croft, in the backfield. He bumps out into a two-by-two, two YY win to the right, twins left. We saw a lot of YY win twins over the past week. That and go flat were like the two things that I remember most about week one of the NFL season. I will be on my deathbed, hopefully later rather than sooner. And they'll ask me, what about week one of the 2021 NFL season? I'll say, why, why, Wayne Twins? Go flat. That's just what I saw a ton of. So they bumped the tight end out. Panthers are just, they just run cover three here. At second and 10, they just run cover three out of a three three five look. And there's a nice little concept to the right. A little two-man game with Croft. On the out, running back Johnson on a swing. But then the other tight end, Ryan Griffin, runs a curl route. Okay, so that's what you get to the right. On the left, you got a vertical release go route on the outside. And a little slant in cut from Elijah Moore. Now what Wilson does on this play is initially very good. He's expecting... Mike Linebacker, who's in the middle of the field here, to open to the three-threat side, which is the YY win with a running back to that side. So what Wilson does first, and I think this is smart, he opens weak side because you've got corner and you've got slot defender, and you've got Elijah Moore running that slant end cut, very good, change of direction, bursty-type receiver. And he's thinking, "Look, I'm going to open weak side cuz that linebacker's going to open to the three receiver side and I might have an opportunity for a quick one, a cheap one on this slant route. Linebacker, Mike is going to be looking three receiver side. I can get a cheap one." Well, for whatever reason, the Mike linebacker sees that and doesn't even bother worrying about the three threat side. He immediately gets his eyes on Elijah Moore expecting that in cut. Now, look, he's hook, curl, defender, so that's his area. You know, it's cover three, but I think Wilson is thinking he's going to get an opportunity to throw that slant. Linebacker reads his eyes perfectly. So Wilson sees that, and he's like, okay, and he comes off of it. So up to here, we're good. But the problem is, and Griffin's curl route, it's like a out, up, and curl. It's not like a full curl. Backside, you've got defenders that are starting to read his eyes. And that defender is J.C. Horn. And J.C. Horn, the corner, he sees this curl route coming together and he starts to dive under it. Beyond that, you've got Shaq Thompson, the other linebacker, reading Wilson's eyes. And so by the time Wilson comes off the slant route and then starts looking to the curl route, that window is closed. That window is closed. But Wilson throws it anyway. Thompson gets in the throw-in lane, tips it, and it's intercepted. So from Wilson's perspective, I like the thought process, but by the time he comes back, it's too late. That's closed. And you might wonder, well, then what should he have done? The check down, the running back in the flat, or even honestly, there was a window to hit the other tight end on the flat route. Like when he lets it go, You can tell how much Wilson telegraphed this throw because when Wilson lets this throw go, not only do you have J.C. Horn, the cover three corner, cutting underneath on the curl, not only do you have Shaq Thompson in the throwing lane, but you also have the curl flat defender, who's Jeremy Chin, who's supposed to be in the flat on Tyler Croft's flat route. He's also breaking under. He's peeled off. And this is when Wilson has yet to really let it go. Like he's breaking towards that curl. And so, I think at that point, Wilson needs to get his eyes on the check down to the running back and target Johnson in the passing game. But that's the interception. Wilson made some throws in this game that were very impressive. He had an in-cut from the left side that I broke down in the video to Corey Davis. This is in the third quarter. Excuse me. Yeah. Left side, this is in the third quarter, off of play action. Again, YY right, twins left, post. Really nice read and throw. He had another in cut to Corey Davis in the second quarter, the 1049 mark. And on this play, he did a really good job. Again, it was probably a half step late, but he did a really good job. Curl flat to the right, didn't like the look, comes back, throws the dig route on time and rhythm. Maybe, like I said, half a step late because Jeremy Chin jumps it. And, and nearly, it's not chin actually, it's Burris, the safety, who jumps it, nearly gets a pick. But Davis turns into a gain of 35. But what you see on that play is his eyes, his feet, his mind are all tied together. He goes 1-2 on the right, comes back and hits the third read. There's also a play late in the game where he makes a, the throw and the result are ridiculous. The process probably isn't great. They're going tempo, it's nineteen-eight. mark of Q4. They're going no huddle. They're trying to get a score. They're trying to get chunk plays. And they run go flat to the left. Denzel Mims on the go. Braxton Berrios on the flat. And you get a too high look. And so he wants the hole shot. Now Elijah Vera Tucker, he gets kind of beat by Fox on the interior. And so Wilson could probably just step up a couple of steps and let it fly, but he kind of climbs the pocket, attacks the line of scrimmage, and then makes this ridiculous throw while he's getting drilled in the ribs on the go route to attack the hole, hit the hole shot. The pocket management isn't great, but I understand the situation. He's making sure he's got that big play. I I, I think if he puts his foot in the dirt at the top of his drop and lets it fly, he might be able to hit it, But he's also got that guy bearing down on him. So he starts to climb. And it's more of a run than a climb. Like I think he could probably like slide forward, click and climb the pocket and make this throw. Like I get what he's doing. You know, he's trying to make sure he's got this whole shot to throw. But I think he could have handled the pocket better. But it was still a great throw. I mean, and it reminded me when I talked about it, in the video I did, it reminded me of a throw he had against Texas State, where kind of rolled to his right against a two-eyed look, four verts, and he throws backside to the opposite. He rolls right almost to the numbers, throws backside on the outside go route for a touchdown. And I remember thinking, said this in a lot of shows that I did on him, that's great. Is that going to work against the NFL? When you see you hear, you see the difference here. You know, he barely gets this off, gets drilled, it goes for a 40-yard gain. You know, and the results are great, but you sort of wonder about the process. And so you no know, that's my process on Zach Wilson. You know, what I saw from him. Up next, we're to talk about what the Panthers were able to do on offense. Talk about, you know, some of the concepts I think we might see in the passing game and the run game. That's ahead here on episode two oh three of the Sco Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars dot com. Mark Schofield back with you now on episode 203 of the Sco show and time to plug some more stuff. I always forget all the stuff that I got going on and I get people yelling at me that I needed to be, I need to be better at the whole self promotion side of the gig. And that's always made me uncomfortable, but pushing the odds, my weekly NFL picks piece that I'm doing every week over at USA today's touchdown wire. Um, that went up today on Wednesday. I do pick the Patriots this week. Every, every pick is made against the spread. Um, Check that out um, in in conjunction with our pals over at Topico. Uh, You can check out the Topico app as well. Um, Please gamble responsibly, of course. I had a rough start. I had a rough start to things. Um, I went 7-8 on the week. And you might be thinking, Mark, that's only 15 games. There were 16. I missed the Seahawks-Colts game, which is good because I probably would have missed on that one. And I needed... Wins in the final two games of the week just to get to 7-8. and eight. I, I I picked the Rams on, on Sunday night football, and I picked the Raiders. Got that one. That was, that was a good call, huh? Picked the Raiders in that game. But that pick piece is up, so check that out as well. Uh, let's talk Robert Sala's defense here for a second. Bring your single high, cover one, cover three beaters, right? I mean, that's Sala's school of thought. He's from that sort of single high, cover three family. No surprise, First defensive play of the season, first defensive snap from the New York Jets, the new look, New York Jets, they're in cover three. And interestingly enough, Joe Brady responds with basically a shield swing to Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield that goes for a gain of 11 because Christian McCaffrey is an alien. But he's got trips to that side. It's basically a four by one look because you get trips and then you've got McCaffrey. Offset to that side in the sidecar. Easy swing route, got blockers in front, really nice design. Second play of the game, cover one. Second pass and play, excuse me. Third pass and play of the game, cover one. Fourth pass and play of the game, they actually show you, believe it or not, dear reader, cover two. It's kind of a shocker. Wasn't expecting it, but the next pass and play, they show you cover one, they spin it to four. So, Salah's mixing some stuff in, but he's, generally speaking, a single high guy. Cover one, cover three. Now, Sam Donald was able to hit on some big plays in this game. You know, I think, you know, a good sort of play to look at here. He had a big connection with DJ Moore. Time in rhythm, really nice here. This is one where they show single high and spin it to two. But it's a two-man game where you've got McCaffrey on a curl right out of the backfield and D.J. Moore running that circle seven where he starts, gets an inside release and breaks to the outside corner. You're worried about Christian McCaffrey, but you get D.J. Moore in the out, break in route, that circle seven corner. He makes a good throw there. I mean, there are opportunities in the passing game. There was another big play to D.J. Moore against a single high cover three look. Just a simple go route, but he trusts his receiver because Salah likes to run that press cover three, right? Well, you got the corners and press, and they're almost it's almost like man on the outside, but you've got guys zoned up underneath. This play comes at the 12.58 mark of the second quarter. It's just simple go route from DJ Moore, and he hits it. I'd expect to see some screen stuff. You know, there are moments in this game where if they bring pressure, it's a good time to call, call screens. I think the backs will be involved because checkdowns against cover three, you can get stuff open in space. There was a great play in this game. Uh 926 mark of the second quarter. 12 personnel, two tight end look. They go verts. They drop cover three. Everybody's deep. Christian McCaffrey is all alone two yards by the line, behind the line. Two yards downfield, two yards past the line of scrimmage in the right flat on a check down. Two-yard throw, turns into a 15-yard gain because your running back makes people miss after the catch. Touchdown to Robbie Anderson, 57-yarder. This is one of those plays where they show single high and spin to cover four look. Cover four basically turns into man across the board, right? You get Robbie Anderson on a post route from the slot. Runs a great route. You know, he's targeting red wine the safety. Gets across his face, jab, step to the outside, cross face. Darnold hits him, touchdown. Really nice design. There are plays to be made against this defense. This Patriots offense should be in position to score points against it. Let's talk run game. I know I ignore the run game um, from time to time. I actually wrote about that in the piece over football guys. Yes. Something else I got to plug, you know, the, the staff roundtable pieces over at Football Guys. If you're a member of uh, Football Guys, you just see me there each, every other week contributing to the uh, staff roundtable. I talked about my weaknesses in fantasy, they relate to the run, whatever. You can check that out too. Let's talk run game. V- varied run game approach from Joe Brady against the New York Jets. You saw some inside zone, some outside zone, some lead zone, some pin pull. You know they threw a lot of different stuff out there. It was really interesting to see. I think perhaps my favorite play. First and ten, seven minute mark of the fourth quarter. Lead zone to the left. The blocking just sets up extremely well. You've got left guard, left tackle in unison. You know, they've got, you know, that four technique. Yeah, I'd say I'd say maybe you want to call it a five or three, but there's a guy in the gap between them. And they do a really good job, the left guard especially, of getting this blocked up, reach blocking that guy, left tackle fans out, fullback in the hole, cuts down the linebacker. Like, it's it's a play of, I don't want to say full-on carnage. If you want run blocking carnage, Brandon Thorne tweeted out an outside zone play, a zone play. I don't know if it was inside or outside zone, wide zone. It was a zone play to the right from the 49ers against the Lions. He tweeted it out from the end zone angle, and it's literal carnage. They're just There are bodies flying everywhere. That might have even been the play where Trent Williams is the backside left tackle. And it's like he two-hand chops this guy on the back to knock him down. It's, it's like he's a lumberjack out there. That play was incredible. Find that on Brandon's timeline. But here you get lead zone, goes for a huge gain. Then 2nd and 10, 151 left. This is a, another huge moment of this game because it's 1914. You need to get this game, this first down, you need to get the game iced. You know, It's another sort of lead zone design. But here, the left guard, left tackle, they actually combo it. It's the same sort of front. You've got that guy in the gap between you. This time, they combo it. With it. Left tackle gets a piece of him, then flows uphill. You get the fullback going into the hole too. And behind all of this, Christian McCaffrey gain a 15 to ice it. You even get the tight end out in space. Ian Thomas so, sort of arc blocking up to the next level, taking on the safety. You get receiver Robbie Anderson running the corner off. It all flows downhill nicely. What I'm trying to say, friends, is there are yards to be made and gained against this team. There are plays to be made. The New England Patriots should win this game. That dreaded 0-2 start we talked about, the New England Patriots should win this game. Are there things the Jets can do? Yeah. other plays the Jets can make? Yeah. Is Zach Wilson going to hit on some throws? Yeah. Could Corey Davis be a problem? Absolutely. Corey Davis could be a problem. And what scares me perhaps more than that, Elijah Moore had an opportunity for a shot play downfield. They didn't quite connect. If they dedicated a ton of resources to Corey Davis, Elijah Moore can make plays. Denzel Mims can make plays. Like th- That team can make some plays, too. I think the Patriots win. I saw 5.5 as the number, and I still outgive the points. But it might not be a blowout. It might be like a 7-point game. But a win will be a win. And that's what we want right now, because we don't want to see them go 0-2. That will do it for today. I will be back Monday Monday afternoon, doing these shows drive time now, so you're going to get Monday drive time at the end of the day and then Wednesday drive time at the end of the day. Don't forget to check out the rest of the shows, the Pat's Pulpit Podcast, Patriot Nation. There's going to be Twitch stuff next Wednesday evening. I'm going on with uh, Ryan Kiernan and Brian Phillips over at Pat's Pulpit. We're going to be doing a Twitch thing on, on on next Wednesday night. So there's no shortage of places to find me if you're looking, if You're not looking for places to find me. I question your decision in listening to this podcast. I'm not saying you're doing it wrong. I'm happy you're listening. But I'm just, I'm just, if you've made it to the 24-minute mark of a show with just me yelling at you for 24 minutes about football stuff, but you're not looking for the content, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, maybe take a step back, get a breather, think about things a little bit. You know, I'm not, fully questioning your decision making because again you've made it this far but i'm just saying that will do it friends thanks for listening and always a blast to be on the microphone in front of you stay safe wash your hands and when you do sit along and bless those patriots reigns down and far